Hi guys, we're Proverbs 31 Mamas, or at least we're trying to be. Tune in with your hosts, Jenny and Rachel, every Thursday for new episodes of the Proverbs 31 Mamas podcast, where we'll talk faith, marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Hey everybody, it's Proverbs 31 Mamas, and we are so excited to have you back again and today we are jumping into comparison and this should be this should be fun right Rachel (laughs) I'm excited to dig into this first of all we're gonna pray for no audio issues y'all last week on our end was a technical nightmare um it was not good Jenny yeah your audio cut out so bad that like you were broadcasting from a different dimension and like it was a whole thing so we are first of all we're gonna pray lord please don't let us have any audio issues today um yes but yeah comparison the big ugly c word comparison yes the quite literal thief of joy it is a thief of joy that is what comparison is in my opinion. I mean, I think in some context, sometimes, which is not really what we're talking about here, but sometimes it can be a, kind of a good, like if, if it's motivating you to do better for yourself, like to improve yourself or like in a way that glorifies God, like if you're looking at someone and you're like, okay, I want to be... I want that kind of relationship with God or like, you know, if I do this, like, I believe I, I will feel like my best self. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. No, it doesn't. If it's, a, if it's like, sometimes it can be a good thing, but for the most part, we're talking about like when it's not a good yes. thing. Yes. That's what, so that's why when I say joy, I mean, in the ways that we are talking about today, like um, we got a lot of feedback um, on like finance and body image, which I knew that we would, I knew that that would, you know, I knew that people would mention that, um, and your home, those were like certain things that people mentioned that they struggle with. So I'm excited to talk about those things and to just talk about comparison in general and, um, Yeah. And of course, like if you, you know, are just saying, oh, like if you think of something like, hmm, I could do that. Huh. They're doing that. Maybe I could do that. Like, and and you have a healthy mindset about it, then that's a different story. Um, But I think today we're going to jump into when it kind of like traps you really. um, And it's distracting. So that's what we're going to get into today. Let's dive in. I I'm excited. We appreciate all the feedback. You know, we we were kind of targeting, just trying to hear from you guys what your sort of areas of comparison. Because I think for the most part we all do it, and especially at a point like everyone's lives are not everyone, but so many of our lives we 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 broadcast them to a certain point. Like we share thing in a world where social media is so prevalent like people's lives are being displayed 
or at least part of it, part of their lives are being displayed constantly. So we're always being bombarded with these images and these videos. And it's, I think most of us at some point look at other people and other people's lives and we're like, what am I doing wrong? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think too, um, but like when I say that, I mean, and maybe not everybody like thinks of it as a trap or distraction, but I mean, in a way when we, you know, have, it doesn't matter what it is. Maybe it's about, maybe it is about your body. Okay. So if we're talking about body image, which we will talk about in a minute, um, there's something that bothers you, right? Or there's something that you see from someone else that you, you know, wonder, well, why don't I have that? Or why don't I look like that? Or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, it's definitely like when it takes your focus off of God, it's so easy to slip into those like depressive feelings and those thoughts. And I think if we can, if we can try to get to a point to where we can work through these tonight and we can like talk about this and we remember like where our focus is and remember um, that the way that sometimes we see things in our human nature is not the way that God sees us and how much he loves us and how he quite literally knit us in our mother's womb that that's pretty darn special. <laughs> so I think it's going to be good. I, I'm really hoping that like after we talk about these things that we're all feeling at least like we're, maybe we have some like ideas on how to, you know, work through feelings. Yeah, I, I agree with everything that you've said. And I think it also not only does it get you into kind of like a depressive sort of state of mind, but it's also it's not like I don't know how to phrase this it's not godly right like when you think about because it's such a slippery slope to start comparing yourself to other people and then that envy slips in and jealousy and when you're coming from a place of jealousy and a place of envy that's not godly no you know (laughs) obviously it's one of the seven deadly sins like it's right for a reason um and it's don't don't do that (laughs) it's 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 almost impossible not to you know, you look at these different situations, whatever your, I don't want to call them trigger points, but like whatever it is that you're most sort of self-conscious about, you're looking at these things and you're, it's, you just slip right into like a jealousy. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between taking inspiration from it and then just being jealous about it. It's very easy to do. And it's something I'm absolutely guilty of. And I, don't love that for me or anyone around me. No, no. Um, I have caught myself many times, many, way too many times in my life. And the thing is, as I think too, um, I mean, after it's happened, I definitely realized like what I was doing, even though at the time I didn't necessarily like, like when you're in it, when you're in those feelings, you certainly aren't like, you, you think everything is very, um, like you have every right to feel like that or, you know, and, and, you know, maybe some situations you do. I'm not saying that you don't, I don't mean that, you know what I mean? But just it, in the time it's really hard to see straight, you know, you're, you're, you're seeing something that's very clouded because of these feelings that you're having. And I think once like you kind of, um, 
get through that and you kind of see like how the situation actually was, it looks a lot different. Yeah. And I think, because I mean, I'm a big advocate of like, you, you feel the way you feel. Cause as someone who's tried to talk myself out of my feelings, like my entire life, I I've reached a point where sometimes in the moment, I mean, this happened not that long ago, I was feeling feelings about something and, and I, um, could acknowledge like, okay, this is coming from an ugly place. Like this isn't godly. This isn't becoming like this jealousy or whatever it was like, this isn't becoming however you want to say it. Um, but I was like, I tried to have a moment with myself where I was like, okay, like I get why I'm feeling this way. I felt the feeling. And then I was like, okay, we're done with that. We're going to move on. So you can either wallow in it or you can do something about it, whether that's changing your perspective or actually physically making changes. Like, right. You know, mm-hmm. you only got, I don't know choices. if that makes <laughs> No, you got two choices. Those are what you have. Right. <laughs> and right. You can either it. just wallow in it or like, if it's, you know, if you're unhappy with your finances or whatever, you can set goals for yourself or figure out or talk to something like Right. Oh, There's yeah. choices we can make. And it, it all depends on what you decide to do. If you decide to lay down in it or use it to better yourself, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, why don't we, well, like I said, so we had those like three that were definitely like, you know, ones that people mentioned. So should we like talk about body image? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, one of sort of one of I don't know well I at some point I'll share I think and you can do it too if you want to but I'll be super vulnerable with you guys and share my like top three areas where I I constantly find myself comparing me to the people around me um but yeah body image was a big and you know I should have written down percentages when we did the poll um and at the time I wasn't thinking about it but we put out a poll on instagram and i want to say it was something like 60 over 60 percent of people it was either close to 40 percent or over see this doesn't help statistics are my like um that answered that body image is a big point of comparison for them so it's definitely worth talking about we should dive into that one first yeah um you know, that's, I mean, body image is a really hard one, especially for women, because, you know, we live in a world where, um, and we grew up in a world to where we don't always see ourselves as unique. You know, we look around and we see what other people's bodies look like or what in our minds it should look like and that can be as simple as I don't like the way my teeth look or I don't like that I have freckles um I'm unhappy you know with maybe my weight or this or that and I definitely um can resonate with that because for the majority of my life I was not I was never overly happy with what I looked at you know like when I looked in the mirror yeah I didn't love it you know there was always something that I could kind of pick apart um, about myself. And, you know, I, and that's not to say I don't, like, I don't have those moments because we all have those moments. 
and you know that's normal because we're human and (laughs) we're flawed and all the things um but I know that like a lot of the times when we look in the mirror we're not looking at ourselves clearly we're not looking at you know like what God has done and you know it says like we are his masterpiece and I think that why like it's I think sometimes it's almost like we know what the Bible says, but we need to like open ourselves to being like, oh no, really? Like God feels that way for me. Um, and there's so many things, especially in women's life. I mean, you know, you're stressed out, you know, you're just going, maybe you're going through grief. Um, maybe you're going through pregnancy. That's a huge one for people, you know? Um, yeah. Menopause, pregnancy, hormonal, anything hormonal. Yes acne I mean (laughs) I'm pregnant and I kind of feel like that a little bit right now (laughs) but you know I have to remind myself that um yeah your body changes and you know sometimes that can be you know just it's always a little bit of a surprise (laughs) even when you know like what will happen if you've you know had children but um I am looking at it a lot differently this, you know, being my fourth, I looking at it as this is, you know, truly a gift from God that we wanted. And, um, man, like, you know, what a thing to be able to do for, you know, and so I think, you know, really trying to just remember that when he says that we are, you know, made in his image and that, you know, he, he made each of us different. And I think that we all have different gifts. And if we all were the same, like our society would absolutely crumble because we have to be different. We have to have different things that, you know, it would just, it wouldn't work. Yeah. I mean, and as far as being pregnant, like, dude, you're growing eyeballs and like fingers and toenails. Like you're growing a whole person. That's miraculous. (laughs) Um, And I mean, there's so many. It's and it doesn't and it's not like I said, it's not just pregnancy. There's so many other different things, changes in your lives. Like think it's age. Yeah. Age. (laughs) Gravity. I (laughs) I am not one of those people who gravity has befriended as I have gotten older. Yeah, you're 31 years Um, old. Mm hmm. But no, and I, well, and I, I think back to like my 15 year old self and how my 15 year old self hated my body, but my 31 year old self is like, uh, dummy, we wish we looked like that now. <laughs> well, yeah, that, I that. wish I looked like my 15 year old self. Like I hated it at the time. Well, let me rephrase that. I had really, really bad skin <laughs> um, in at that age. Uh, and I know from that little noise that you made, like, I already know that about you also. Um, <laughs> Accutane last choice, right? <laughs> and I still, at 31, like right now, I have zits all over my, like, jawline. Because I think that's like a hormonal spot on your face where you break out and I'm too I feel like I'm too old for this but I I digress um 
and we're we're constantly bombarded with how we should look and and the places that those ideas are coming from you know social media and magazines and whatever that's not coming from god no um and it's every like okay like can we just talk about pant sizes for a minute <sighs> pant sizes are horrible and it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you've had children. If you've not had children, you can't say that, like, especially women's pant sizes, you could get two pairs of pants from the same store in the same size. And one of them is going to fit different than the other one. And that doesn't make sense. Oh, no, no, no. And sometimes they go by, like, you know, two, four, six, eight, ten, whatever, you know, keep going. And then sometimes it's, you know, oh, 25, 26, 27. And they're all, no. What does that even mean? I don't even know. I don't even try. If, if that's the sizes, I don't even mess with it. I'm like, nope. I don't want to know what my number is. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't but, like but they're different in every single store. They, they really yeah. are. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's a, uh, and I think a lot of it is too. I mean, gosh, if you just like, you know, think back to like different times in history, like just how different women, women's bodies were looked at. I mean, that right there will tell you like just what our society has done to us. <laughs> well, yeah, there was a point in time where like the, the heavier set you were, the more wealthy that you were perceived to be because you could afford food. Sure. Right. But right. it's not like that now. No. <laughs> No. And, you know, and of course, and that's not, and if there's something that, you know, um, like you're trying to do because you want to like, number one, be healthy, right? Just be healthy. No matter like, yes, don't worry about your pants size, worry about your health. That's number one. That is number one. Um, like be healthy, take care of your body that God has given you. You know, it says that, you know, in the Bible that your body is a temple. So, like, think about that. Like, if that's what God thinks about your body, well, that's kind of cool, right? Like, really, that's pretty darn cool. So, just you do the best that you can. And, you know, yeah. And, you know, sometimes... Look at all the beauty. No, go ahead. Um, look at all the beauty that God has created, right? When you really think about it. Like, God's created the mountains. He's created the ocean he's created all of these beautiful things and you know what he created us too like how cool is that yeah when you really think about it yeah like like the bigger picture right like and and again too like how many times you know does someone say to you oh like I this just drives me crazy about myself and you look at them and you're like what are you talking about you look great I don't I have no idea what you mean you know like beauty can really be so deceiving, I think, to ourselves because like what our friends, what our family see, they see the whole thing. They see the personality, um, your care, you know, your character, your, your inward, you know, how, how you treat people. They, they see the whole package as a person, <coughs> Excuse me. you know, and we are our own worst enemy. We are a worst critic. Well, that and and we do it. We I feel like we compare ourselves to people that we know. We also compare ourselves to total strangers. Yes. Which I've done that. But yeah. when you think about it, that's wild that we do that. We, myself included, because it's like I could look at someone. I be, could be scrolling through Instagram and see a picture of 
someone and be like, wow, like, I wish I was built like that. I wish I looked like that. And metabolism, like, some people's metabolisms are completely different. And so, like, our bodies are just built different. And so it I might do I might follow this exact workout plan that this person does to a T and this exact diet to a T and it still might not have the same result because my body is built differently and it processes things differently yeah and and that's something that we I think that I especially like I forget about too um I had something else I did I had something else to go along with this and I just completely forgot it i I lost it went out the window well right out the window while you're thinking about it here's a good bible verse so second corinthians 10 12 says but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves by one another they are without understanding i had that one in my notes also oh look at that see (laughs) well it was bound to happen from one of us so that was good but i mean that's kind of like yeah (laughs) we're not really getting the picture I guess are we like if I mean I guess that makes sense like if we're comparing ourselves as easy as it is and trust me both of us (laughs) both of us do it you know so we're, we're talking to ourselves too when we say this like this is so helpful I mean I would imagine it's helpful to you too maybe I'm just making that up but it's helpful no you're you know but you kind of are like you're not seeing the whole picture, right? Like you're you're not really understanding the whole picture. So I guess that's like a really good Bible verse. And maybe, you know That is a really good verse. Like maybe maybe you do need to go out and maybe you don't need want to buy jeans. Maybe you want to go buy a pair of leggings. <laughs> you know? Some people love leggings. Maybe you want to go do that. Maybe you just want to go get a haircut. Like it's okay to do things to just like, you know, lift you up a little bit. And it's okay to like like to take care of your appearance, of course. Like there's nothing wrong with that you know of course like everybody yeah, we wants got to into look. that in one of yeah. our um, other episodes that you know god obviously puts a little bit of value on sure physical appearance because he made us all look different for right. a reason so i guess like, um, getting and, that in... oh no go ahead oh well i just i popped into my head what i was thinking about too is sometimes the things like we're looking at someone else and saying like oh i wish i had like i'll, I'll use myself as an example this is I have friends that I've had friends that have had like really curly hair and curly hair routines. Like that's a whole thing that I will never understand because I have stick straight fine as all get out really just baby hair. I have like no hair on my head. Um, and I've always heard like my friends with curly hair be like, man, I wish I had straight hair. Cause this is just exhausting. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm over here. Like I love your curly hair and I wish I had curly hair cause my hair is so straight. So it's like, that's all you're comparing yourself to someone else, but they might be looking at you and, doing the same thing so like the things that you don't think are like good enough about yourself someone else is looking at you and and feeling the same way oh yeah because you want what you don't have in a way right right you know and and john 10 10 i don't know if you have this one but um, i don't it says the devil comes to steal kill and destroy so basically you know he wants us to be miserable (laughs) i mean like so I guess like when you think of it, like when you think about that, like he's trying to like steal your joy. Like when you're like feeling really good and you know, like, man, like Jesus, like, man, you did a really great job. <laughs> like, thank you for me, I guess. Like, thank you for like creating me. 
like when you feel those feelings like try to remember like I'm going to try to remember like that's not from God like that's from the enemy yeah I think and and this isn't a um this isn't a this isn't scripture but this is something that I thought was really interesting um we this is a quote we often skew our judgment by comparing our lesser qualities to someone's best qualities which is like judging a fish by its ability to climb a tree oh i like that like they that just i read that and i was like hey oh i like that yeah that's it's true <laughs> that's true yeah and that's anything comparing ourselves in anything not just body and like that's just a general statement about comparison yeah, but for yeah. sure. So, Rachel, I think you said that finance was one that you definitely wanted to talk about. Was that was that true? Yes, that was another one for a lot of people. It was. Um, and right. I definitely feel this In general. very much. Well, should we jump into that? you want to have anything to s- start us out with it? Um, like I said, this is definitely, I think, one for me, too. Um, mine's in kind of a weird, more specific way. Um, cause I, my, for me, it's more of a, um, like it goes hand in hand with finances, but for me, I look at all the people who like go on these awesome family vacations, um, that can afford to, to do those things. Um, and that's where mine, like my, I'm like, man, I really wish we could be doing this too. Um, and most of the reason why we aren't is financial reasons. Um, it's a, these last few years, I think, for a lot of people have been wild financially. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like, we, I don't, I have so many feelings about this that like, I don't know where to start. It is very difficult for most, I don't want to like make this sound like it applies to everyone because it, it doesn't obviously. Um, but it's, difficult sometimes impossible to have a family on a one income in a one income household and that's not and it's it comes with a lot of challenges like there's things that you have to because we've been a two income family we've been a one income family we've been like a one and a half income family and like it's hard we're like generations before you could have a three bedroom house with a white picket fence and a garage and, and a new car that, you know, you a brand new car that you drove off the lot for $2,000 and, you know, and everything was great and just peachy. And that's just not the way it is anymore. No, no. And it's hard. There's a generational thing, I think too, there where, um, you know, we're comparing, like back in my day like we could do this this and this and this and and we did it all on one income and it's like well that's great but I'm I will be lucky if I ever get to retire like I sometimes I don't know if I'm ever going to get to retire I might not be able to stop working I might just die (laughs) like that'll be it we just we live in such a completely different time and I think the last few years especially with the pandemic did a lot of financial no it put a lot of us in very difficult positions to say the least yep yep yeah um 
Yeah, it's it's and it is. That was one that a lot of people. I mean, gosh, I I can think of so many. You know, just people in general that I know are struggling right now the same way. You know that you're feeling and that um, I'm feeling because it is really hard. And you know, I think like when you talk about like, there's nothing wrong with like wanting to you know, have those family vacations and want to do that. I mean, I, I get it because quite frankly, um, I'll just put myself out there. If, um, you know, (laughs) someone said, you know, do you, you know, just go on a vacation right now. I'd be like, nope, can't, (laughs) don't have the money for that. Yep. Can't do it. Um, nope. (laughs) <laughs> we won't be going right, to like, the car that's just that's I'm going on a paid trip to my backyard that's right that's it that's right exactly you know <laughs> um and, and I I get that because like you think of all the things that you want to do um and so I think maybe too like we can talk about like okay let's say you can't go on this big vacation okay so how can we make the best of it like what what else can we do can we go camping can we you know Let's think of things that are like close to us that can still give us those awesome memories and still be like, you know what? We didn't get to go on this huge vacation, but we had this like awesome time. And like when I look back at it, that's what's going to matter, you know? So I think um, like maybe we can come up with some fun ideas that maybe people can do. Perspective is a huge thing here, I think, in this particular yes um area it's what some of it is what you make of it um and it doesn't make it easy doesn't make it easy that's for sure right and like a a comparison here that like i've made or that i think some people make is you know sometimes you look at people who do a lot more like the homesteaders that do a lot more Mm. for themselves as far as trying to (laughs) raise their own food and everything and and the thought process or like when egg prices went way up in the store and all the people went and got chickens because they thought it was going to save them money on eggs i'm gonna tell you right now no it won't nope oh no it's not gonna they're gonna be the most expensive eggs that you're ever gonna have because and and that goes with just about everything because even if you have you raise your own meat and or if you bring in your own dairy like all those things they need to eat oh, yeah. <laughs> yep so yep. you're i mean are you saving money in that way to use your money for other things M- most of the time i feel like no because those animals have to eat yep and the bigger the animal the more food we right. raised three pigs this year and like did it save us any money no not at all But it, I mean, it was beneficial to us in a lot of other reasons, but so sometimes we look at these people who are doing all these things for themselves and like, oh man, they must be loaded because they're saving so much money by doing this all themselves. Uh -uh. Right. Well, I don't think, and some, some of it, yeah, some of it, they're frugal in ways that, you know, with canning and like by, if you're able to get good prices or grow your own produce and then can it so you don't have to buy it and stuff but even gardening it's not always free like there you know you have to invest you do some things into it water you know if you're not on a well or or i mean even on a well that's electricity i guess so right uh, um oh yeah that's more of a 
it's more of a me specific thing maybe but i'm looking at these other homesteaders and i'm like man like they, but then also when you do that you've got animals you don't go on vacation when you have big no. animals like that to you take can't. care of that's not real you can't no so and that's you know and i think too like especially when you like if you go on instagram right and you are maybe you're looking at like a really big account okay and they're a homesteader um or they're farmers or something okay well they also might have sponsors they also might be getting paid for ads like they're you know they might be getting um free things you know what i mean so it's like so i think when you are looking at like the really larger um like followings and stuff on that like I try to remember like, okay, well, I don't know what kind of pushback they're getting or I don't know what kind of help, you know, but for like just the regular, (laughs) for like the regular people, you know, um, you have to like for us, like when we built our chicken coop, it was all like stuff that my husband got from work. Everything was free from work. And that's been like the majority of stuff that we've done. And I think with you too, a lot of it's like scrap wood. Mm-hmm. things that we have because it's, you know what wood's expensive <laughs> it's not a it's not a pinterest pretty uh setup we've got we our chicken coop is made out of a shed that was already on the property and our run is made out of a greenhouse frame that was already on the property and the roof of it is made out of fencing that was already on the pro- like wooden privacy fencing so like most of our stuff is is repurposed and does it look great I don't personally think it looks that bad, but um, you know what? It's perspective, Rachel. You're supposed to say it's perspective. You know, you know what? Darn it! Yeah, it does look good. Don't put your don't put your chicken house down with your shed I'll chicken house. It's adorable. It's held up a lot better than some of those prefab ones from Tractor Supply. And knock on wood, no predator in the last two years has gotten into it and eaten any of my birds. So no. the only predator I have is my dog. <laughs> Um, and you know, I think it's so like taboo to talk about our finances, right? Like we've been conditioned to where like, you don't talk about how much money you make at work. You don't talk about what's in your bank account and whatever. Um, and so for us non-influencers or whatever, you, you never know how people have come into like the person that you're envying who seems to have all this money that and can do all these things and has all these luxurious things. Some of that money could come from an inheritance. Oh yeah. That had nothing to do with them. Like, it's not like a, well, they're so much smarter with their money than me. Sometimes some situations money just falls into your lap in those ways. So you don't ever really know what, unless people are that transparent about it, which for the most part, I feel like none of us are, you don't really know. So it's not, it's not worth putting yourself down. Right. No. And not only that, you know, um, so an old, um, or where my husband used to work, um, his, but you know, it was a very well off business, you know? Um, and I mean, that's, it's a good thing, you know? And, but the one thing that he always said about his boss was, he worked his tail off to get where he was. He came from literally nothing, like dirt poor, like everything that he has, he worked towards. And he is, you know, giving and knows the value of a dollar and under, like has this understanding of, you know, the working class and the blue collar guys and like, you know, what people go through. And he's like, he can go down and just have a burger with you. He doesn't care. Like, money doesn't mean anything like that's not what you know 
it's about at the end of the day. And it really is true, you know? Um, and like, here's another Bible verse in Hebrews 13, five, it says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Now, does that mean like, if you make really good money that there's something wrong with that? No, of course not. Like, that's not what it means. But if you love money, if you love your, you know, materialistic things more than, you know, people or God, you know, that's when you start having the issues. It doesn't mean that like you shouldn't, you know, strive to get a promotion or, um, you know, maybe you have a better opportunity for another job and you want to, you know, give your family maybe a little easier life. There's nothing wrong with those things whatsoever. You no, know, not at all. Like reach your goals, do it, you know? Um, it just comes from, I think being humble and, um, understanding like at the end of the day like you can't take your money with you you know you can't take your house with you you can't take anything with you only your soul goes and that's it (laughs) you know and that's the most important thing um at the end of your life like you're not going to be worried about all those extra things you know so that i think like when we think about that um and life experiences like it really does teach you what matters in life, you know? Right. And you took the words right out of my mouth is that you can't take the money with you when you go. Um, And that's also, but I mean, there's a level of responsibility. Like, can you just gamble all your money away and then be like, oh, it's okay. God's got this, right? No, you're going to get evicted. Like, no. Well, yes, of course. Like, Like, you still have to pay your bills. (laughs) You can't just like throw all your money into whatever and then be like god's got this and i it's gonna be fine because like you you still no, that's irresponsible of course right yeah you gotta be responsible you gotta pay real keep the roof over your head or do your best you know do the best that you can um maybe i should do the best that you can with simple life is still okay (laughs) yes um and i'm a big believer in not trying to live beyond your means like we were the people when we were house hunting who we would get approved for a certain amount through the lender but we wouldn't that's not where we would be looking we would be looking substantially lower because we didn't want to be house bro like house poor right um that's very important i think very important right and and it's i think trying to find other ways that you're wealthy that have nothing to do with what's in your bank account because god has blessed all of us in some way or another with like some riches if you want to call them that that have nothing to do with money yeah and it's just about being able to see those things and yeah. acknowledging them oh yeah speaking of riches here's another one philippians four nineteen, and this same god who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches which have been given to us in christ jesus Right, you know. that's the most important kind of wealth that you can have is um, a relationship with God and your faith in Jesus. So let me ask you a question, Rachel. And yes. I'm sorry that I'm like just, I don't mean calling you out because I'm not calling you out. I'm just, I'm, I'm, no, do it. Hit me. I, I'm Hit asking, me. do you feel richer in some ways maybe than you did six months ago? Yes. Why? Um, because instead of i don't know i hope that you guys can't 
I just took a really big drink of water and then my stomach just made like this really awful. I totally didn't really hear anything. Okay, well, I hope it doesn't show up in the recording. Anyway, and I would, I would I tell like, you, oh I'd be like, do I have something in my teeth? Yeah, you do. No. <laughs> sound like I'm dying. No, um, I, I, what I didn't have six months ago that I have now is, um, I don't even know how to begin to put it into words. Um, I have a relationship like no other relationship on earth. I have a relationship with God. I, I. I know that, like, my salvation through faith, like, I've got that. Money can't buy that. Money can't buy you a a shot at heaven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your faith in Christ alone is what does that. Um, I had that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm able to see it's given me so much perspective especially about like unanswered prayers like I can look back and there are so many things that I can say like I am so glad that I didn't get the things that I was praying for because in hindsight that wasn't right for me but at the time that's what I was praying and praying and praying for like thank god I didn't get the things that I thought that I wanted yeah um and knowing that that was because he has a better plan um you can't put a price value on on something like that i feel like i wish that country song on the answered prayers was played right now <laughs> i don't remember who that's by i think i want to say like garth brooks but i feel like maybe i'm wrong on that but anyway if that has nothing uh, to do you with might us, be but... that sounds right yeah. sorry <laughs> my mind just went straight to that song when you said that happens to the best of us it does um well, yeah, thank I you mean, for that's... sharing that because I, I just, I really thought that, you know, because um, especially someone, you know, um, that's like so excited about their faith like you are. And it's, 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 I mean, it's for me, it's so cool to see um, someone that like just jumped right in and like you can see like, you know, that doesn't mean that just because you become a Christian doesn't mean like, oh, everything is just perfect and I'm happy all the no, time. No, I'm no. a robot. But, <laughs> no, definitely no, not. No, but it 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 gives you something at the end of the day, you know, to remember that this is not a forever thing. Like this is not a forever problem. You know what I mean? Like it right. There's tomorrow, it will be resolved. Like I'm and I'm not alone. I'm doing it like God's got me no matter how difficult. Doesn't matter how difficult the situation. And sometimes it feels real hard and it's okay if it feels really hard, you know, and reach out to people, like, don't be afraid to reach out to people. Like you need to be able to share your feelings because you would be so surprised how many people would, you know, would be like, Oh yeah. Like I had that same thing happen or, you know, maybe they can guide you in a way like, this is what I did that kind of helped me like maybe try it, whatever the situation is, you know, actually quite recently, um, a friend of mine that I go to church with, um, shared a story on Facebook about her dad and, you know, I'm reading this and I'm like, are you talking about my dad? <laughs> like, are you talking about like what happened to my dad? Like, it was so eerie, um, like just how similar our stories were. Um, and so I had to message her and like, we really were able to have a cool moment 
And so now, like, when we talk about our dads, we're like, yeah, I think they're, like, super good friends in heaven. You know, so sometimes, like, you'd be so surprised over, like, a situation that someone can, um, like, definitely, like, feel you on. Yes, I've definitely come across people in the last couple years where that's been the case, too. Um, I think the biggest, one of the bigger takeaways is that God, he doesn't promise us that it's going to be easy. Like, you know, just because you have your faith and you believe in God and you believe you've accepted Jesus as your savior. He doesn't promise that it's going to be easy because of that, but he does promise it's going to be worth it. Yeah. I love that. That's really good. It's so true. It's so true. Well, and I think in another one um, that was kind of specific, I mean, sort of specific, but, and I don't know how many people like on the poll, like mentioned this, but I do know a few people mentioned um, like your home and just like in general, your home. Um, yep. And that could be a number of different things, right? Yeah. Like- I'd imagine. I mean, it could be a ton of different things. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe my home's older, right? Maybe I want to like small. Right. Oh, yeah. That's a huge one. Or it's dated or it's I haven't decorated it or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like that person's house is so cute and it's decorated and furnished so cute. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that one, you know, that's, um, well, I'll tell you what. One thing that I used to, like, even when we lived downstate. We had a really small house downstate. We had a basement. It was, you know, very unfinished. Um, nothing like our house. Like we didn't even have a driveway. Like we lived right downtown. We didn't have a garage. Didn't have a driveway. You know, it was just, you know. Um, and so for a long time, I was like, oh, like I can't have people over. Like it's just too small. You know, I can't do this. I can't whatever. Um, and so when we moved up here and we were looking for a house, we did not buy a big house by any means. Um, but I knew, okay, well, if we can get this house, it needs a, a horrible amount of work, but I'd be able to stay home. Still wouldn't be easy, which it's not <laughs> like, it's just not. Uh, financially, like for all of us, we like, we know how that is right now, but I knew that like, okay, well, like, that's what really I would like right now, at least at this part of my life. And that's what, you know, like we had discussed. And so we are like, okay, well, we'll buy a little bit of smaller house, but we also promised ourselves that we were going to invite people over and it didn't matter. And truthfully, no, like I've never heard a complaint. And it's just like when I go to someone's house, I don't care how big or how small or if the toys are out from your children or maybe your laundry's piled high. I don't care. I don't care because I just care that I was invited and that I get to be with someone that like wants me to be in their home. And really, I think that's what matters, you know, and if you don't have money to, you know, go and do like a huge shopping spree at Hobby Lobby, you know, I think like you and I have some really cool friends who really are like showing us like thrifting is so cool. <laughs> so like, that's just like a cool reminder, like go thrifting, see what treasures you can find and like spray paint it if you want to change it, you know, like you can change something that you find and it can be 
just as beautiful. Yeah, you you've shown me that you can do a lot with a can of spray paint. Um, you can do a lot, and <laughs> it's like, and and it it's like our house. Our our house now is, and and this isn't to sound braggy because it, it this is nothing. The, the house that we have now is nothing short of a miracle that we have. I still, I mean, I obviously I believe that God, this was God. And yeah. there's no other possible explanation. The fact that we ended up with the house that we have. Um, it's probably twice the size of the house that we, the first house that we bought downstate. And again, I don't mean that in a braggy way because oh, I'm no. still mystified that we were able to get the, the place that we have. Um, which I know, like the space and the open floor plan, like I know that that's something that people want. You know, mm-hmm. People oh, yeah. come in, that's the first thing that they say. Um, but I look around and I'm like, well, it's not decorated. Like we've lived here for two years and like, I don't have stuff up on the wall. Like it doesn't look, it just looks like a blank slate because I just don't know what to do with it to make it look more homey. I just don't know. Um, oh, you have a, I mean, I'm going to tell you, Rachel has an absolutely beautiful house. So, and you should not be ashamed. Well, I'm saying don't, don't feel like you're not bragging. You, you know, you're proud of your house. It doesn't mean that you think that other people's houses are less than you're just saying like that. You're very thankful for the house that you were were gifted and there's nothing wrong with that because it is, it's absolutely beautiful house. And I do love that you have an open floor plan and you are correct. That's what people want. (laughs) I think people love the open floor plan. I know I do. I wish that we had that, but we don't, and that's fine. You know, eh, maybe one day we'll knock out some walls and see what happens, right? (laughs) Sometimes I wish I had a basement. Like, you guys have an awesome basement. I wish I could just throw my kids and all their toys down there, and then the upstairs of my house, I could make it look like we don't have children. (laughs) You (laughs) know, we don't have children. No. (laughs) There's no hot wheels up here. Right, (laughs) you know? And that's the thing. Like, it's, you, like, everybody has, everybody has something that you know um like you have a giant kitchen like oh I love your kitchen so much (laughs) thank you she has so many cabinets so many cabinets there's so many possibilities in her kitchen (laughs) it's why I haven't painted them because there's just there's there's too many of them she has a very big kitchen but I, I love it and I think and I think it's awesome and um I think you know it just no matter what you have maybe you're living in an apartment that's cool that's totally fine. Like you can still invite people over. You can still um, like just op- like open up your home because I think, you know, you're going to love it. You're going to love it if you do it. And, you know, you just work on things slowly as you go because people like money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, you do what you can and, you know, go to Dollar General. They got some really cute stuff. I know for a fact that there is some things in your home, like some decor that and like um, wall decals and stuff that I would have never guessed came from Dollar General, but I know that they did. I, I love know Dollar General. You, you told me that, and I'm like, girl, no way. There is no way. Uh uh-uh. uh. But yeah, no, oh, it's yeah. true. Dollar don't General. sleep on Dollar General. Don't, don't, don't do it. Nope, nope. <laughs> so you don't have to, you know. So really, like, I, but I, I do, I do get it because I, man, I used to feel like that so much. Like I just felt like I had to have everything looking a certain way before people came over, and that's just, 
that's not real life. <laughs> that is not real life. And um, I think once you like start just, you know, um, like having people over, I think like it just kind of, it like, it reminds you like, oh yeah, like I can just be myself. Like these are my family. These are my friends. Everybody has their own type of crazy <laughs> you know so exactly uh, yeah so what else do we got Rachel I those were the biggest three I think yeah. um out of the poll that you guys feel like um are like the biggest challenges the biggest areas of comparison um some things some g- kind of general I have just a few like general yeah. kind of tips for changing your kind of perspective or how to how to really approach these feelings that um we have and it's um remind yourself that you are already good enough you are already exactly the way that god intended you to be at this moment um and like focus on your strengths and also on your past successes Oh yeah. Cuz I think we don't I think we don't do enough of that sometimes and um setting realistic goals. Like realistic is the key word there. Yeah. Um because like financially you can say, "Well, I want to by this time next year I want to have such and such amount in my savings account." And then um and then something happens and you need to replace all four tires on your vehicle and then everything goes out the window. Maybe, yeah. maybe not a realistic set, more of a realistic goal. Um, or in, I mean, and again, like with body image, you want to be healthy, of course. Healthy is the key. But instead of being like, I want to be down four pant sizes, I want to learn to love myself the way that God loves me. Realistic right. goals. Yeah. Um, and what about your, um, like, plan with, like, you're like, right, like, well, we can't have a huge vacation in the summer, but maybe we can go to the UP for a couple of days, and that's going to be totally awesome, you know? So, like, switching, maybe you have to switch your plans a little bit, but, like... It right, can, what can you know? we do instead of what yeah. we can't do? Yes, because I think if um, we focus on, like, we can go do this, and, like, I've maybe I've never been there. Like, that. how cool is that, you know? Right, exactly. Um, And then, like, this is another big one that we talk about a lot. But it goes with, like, avoiding triggers of the harmful comparisons. Which, for me, and for a lot of us, I feel like, but we hate to do it, or we're bad at doing it, is limiting that social media intake. Because that's where we're bombarded with so many things that get us into a place where we start to compare our lives to the lives of other people. Um, which is, I mean, another point about why that's such a dangerous thing to do is that are we just assuming something that's incorrect about like whoever I'm comparing myself to? Oh yeah. Like that's a good one. Do I have the complete wrong idea and I'm comparing myself to this idea that I've created in my head? That's not really, I don't have all the information because that's just, I mean, pointless. Right. And probably <laughs> half the time, really half the time, we, I mean, kind of when we're comparing, you know, it's kind of like, like you said before, it's a slippery slope. 
And yeah, we probably are assuming that maybe that was super easy for that person. I better just like, you know, it just happened and it was so easy for them and it would be so hard for me. Well, we're just assuming that, aren't we? Like, we really don't know that. We're just like letting that into our minds. But instead of being like, well, I I don't know what they went through to get to that. Maybe it took a lot of work. Maybe, you know what I mean? Exactly. We don't know. We don't have the entire picture in some of these cases. We don't have all the information. We're just going off of what we can see, which on social media is just a snippet. Right. Of the whole picture. Right. Um, yeah, we don't, we don't something... know what their everyday, like, even, like, with mental health, right? Um, like, you know, in general, I feel like we think, because I know I do it, too. We think, well, you don't struggle with that. Like, you don't have a stressor like that. You don't have, like, you know, like, anxiety that pops up because of that. How do I know that? I'm assuming, I'm just assuming that, right? I don't know. I don't know, like, what your day, that's why they always say, like, like be kind to people because you don't know what their life is like. We see like their outward appearance or like, because who knows like when somebody's putting on a little bit of a show. Like we don't know. So I think like having an open mind to like people's situations and even the ones we don't know of, uh, you know, that's definitely helpful too. Yeah, and that's in a moment of being completely vulnerable with everyone. That was my number one. And I don't know if anyone else does, like, if this is their, like, comparison trigger or whatever. But mine, 100%, my biggest one is my mental health. Because I look at these things that I struggle with, depression, anxiety, um, my ADHD. And I look at everyone else who is seemingly normal. I did air quotes. Or neurotypical or whatever. And I... There's been so many times where I've, like, looked and perceived people around me and, like, broken down. and been like, why can't I just be normal? Why can't I just be like everyone else? Other people aren't having a panic attack about something this small. Other people can prioritize their time. Like, I, it, I've been in some ugly, dark places with that stuff. Um, and when I come out of it, um, I can be a little bit more gentle with myself and give myself more grace and say, well, you don't know that. You don't Girl, know. you don't know. <laughs> Girl, you don't right. know. <laughs> um, no. And, and what is I normal mean, anyway? <laughs> there's no, nobody is. Nobody is, Rachel. I mean, and that's, that's the thing. Like we get so deep into our minds that we kind of, you know, we lose track of, I, I mean, I don't want to say reality, but I mean, maybe a little to an extent, bit yeah. to an extent, you know, um, cause I can tell you that I think, you know, we think, you know, other people have it all together. I can guarantee you that they do not. And I think that most people feel the same way. And when you talk about like being, you know, typical, there's no one that's typical. <laughs> there really isn't. And I think that, um, like, gosh, it's hard. You know, it really is hard though. Um, I know. I mean, even like with my husband, like, you know, he has ADD and he's super, you know, um, open about it. Like a lot of times, like I, like I, you know, if you didn't know that it could be a little bit, 
you know, difficult because you just don't maybe know why, like, sometimes he'll do things the way that he does. Um, but at the same time, like, I do things where he's like, why are you so obsessive about that? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, we all, you know, it's we're all different and we all, like, just I think we have to work together and remember that, like, everybody's got things going on and we just have to be kind with each other, you know, and know, please know, Rachel, that you are... You are not alone when you feel like that. And when I come out of that, those moments, I can, I can recognize that it's harder to recognize it when you're in it. Oh gosh. But if yeah. there's anyone that's listening to this and they're thinking like, yeah, I definitely, I've been there. Like I compare myself to people and their mental health and that like, you know, if you're feeling the way that I'm describing right now, I think one of the biggest pieces of advice I could offer from my own journey is try to figure out where it's coming from Mm. try to figure out where these feelings and these behaviors and things are coming from because if you understand yourself better then it's easier to recognize it when it's happening yeah there's things in your life that have helped or that have contributed to whatever it is that you're struggling with depression anxiety if you can pinpoint those things whether it's with the help of a therapist which i will always recommend because it helps if you find the right one um once you get to know yourself a little bit better no get to know god if you haven't already get to know yourself a little bit better and then i think some of that you know the more you'll find more and more grace comes um as that process continues and my other point was going to be look back at where you've been and where you are like look at where you've your journey like look at your past self like what were you doing last year like what look at the good things that have happened look at the bad things look at what you've learned yeah oh yeah your past successes so when you're comparing yourself to other people like compare yourself to where you were like a year ago or two years ago compare yourself to where you were at your lowest low if you've been at rock bottom compare yourself now to where you were then right and knowing that you're in a better place yeah um, i think that's a really good advice we just got a notification, and I know you probably got it too. Um, just this doesn't have anything to do with anything, guys. It really doesn't. Um, our good friend Emily, her dairy cow, Liberty, is like very, very pregnant, like gonna calve any day. And we're getting, we're getting updates. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> sent to our phones, and I'm trying to not read them right now because I'm like, we gotta finish this episode and then i can get into all this cow birthing stuff because i'm here for it jeez emily no i'm kidding we're on the Um, edge of our seat waiting for this calf to be born we really are guys (laughs) so like so um you can just be like wow like rachel and jenny like they're like they're so excited about this calf that's our life right now so yep go and do something super exciting for us but you know what that is super exciting um and, and yeah and that's the thing um i think that's like really important and really Good advice that you gave Rachel and you're right like like my lowest low is not your lowest low right like they're they're gonna be different and I mean kind of thank goodness I guess for that because if we all had the same lowest low there would be like it would be kind of difficult to 
have someone to be there to kind of like pull you up a little bit, you know? Right. And like, and if we all went through hard things at the same time, there wouldn't be who, who would help, like, how would we yeah. help each other? Right. If we were all so deep in it at the same time. So it's like, you're going through something right now and you're like, well, why am I the only one? Like this person's not going through this. Well, because if we all were, if we were all in the trenches at the same time, there would be no one to, to help us out. Right. Um, yeah. And how many times in your life, you know, have you felt like that? Right. You know, where like, I am going through this right now. Like, why am I having to deal with it? Like, why do I have to do this? Like, you don't know, you know, like it, it feels like nobody understands what it's like, but there's somebody out there that does and somebody still understands that pain. It just might be a different type and it's still <laughs> equally horrible. That's why. Right. And you might be it. in it deep now and you might not be able to think like, Oh, it's, it's going to get any better or, Oh, like you, yeah. you might not be in a place right now where you can look back at yourself a year ago and see like how far you come you may not be there yet realistically you may still be in that part where you can't see it but the part where you can see it it's coming yeah I can assure you that and in my own I mean not to like sit here and talk about myself but um I look at myself now versus what is it now almost three years ago at my lowest lows and the I mean I still am struggling. My depression kicks my butt a lot. So does my anxiety. And some of that's out of my control and some of it is within my control and I just, whatever. But I, no matter what, I am not at a point where I was then, where I was, I wanted to, I didn't want to be alive anymore. I was thinking about being unalive very much. We'll leave it at that. Um, I was in a very dark place and I'm not there now, even on my worst days, I'm not there anymore. And I can acknowledge that. And the biggest thing is I didn't have God. Well, I don't want to say it's that I didn't have God, but I didn't see, I didn't choose to see him then. So I didn't have him, but I do now. So if you're considering like, if, if you don't know, if you're not sure where you're at with your relationship with God, or you haven't, Given that, yes, think about it. Think about doing it because <clears throat> that's something I can say for sure that I didn't have then that I have now. Yeah. And that's the kind of the only kind of comparison I'm happy to make. Right. Oh, yeah. And that's a <laughs> that's a good one to have, isn't it? I, I'd say I'm, so. I would certainly <laughs> say so. Having God is a pretty good one. Yes. Yes. And I, yeah, I think that's so important to just remember, like, we don't know, um, yeah, we don't know people's past and we don't know, like, how far they've come. But I think it's really important to, like, root people on and to, you know, when you see someone doing well in something, like, get, like, give them confidence. Like, you know, um, give them, like, that extra backbone, you know, and to just remember, um yeah, just remember, like, life is really hard sometimes, but, uh, like, we have to be there for, for each other, um, because I think when we look back on certain situations, you know, we can maybe have, you know, we can have a different perspective than we did before, and maybe we can, like, help someone that maybe when we were in that situation a few years ago, maybe we wouldn't have had 
that clear mindset, you know, to be able to give. Um, I know a couple days ago was my dad's three-year heaven anniversary, I'll call it, where he went to heaven to be with Jesus. And I was talking to somebody and they were like, well, you know, you just like really dealt with that so well. And I said, well, you know, the thing was, is that it really was very hard to get there. (laughs) It was a very hard, you know, thing over the years that he was sick to get to that point to where I could say that when my dad died, that I was, um, felt relief because I knew that, you know, his pain, his, you know, earthly pain was over and that he was with Jesus. But I said, it took a lot. Like it wasn't just, Oh, this is so great. It took many years to deal with a lot of feelings of having to, you know, be his guardian and make his medical decisions and all these things that you don't really want to make for, you know, someone. Um, So things, yeah, things are not always what they seem to be, you know, but as time, you know, goes on, I think that it does kind of, you know, it gives you a different perspective. And then just like what you were saying with your story, like now maybe like if someone were to come to you, you'd be able to help them. I would hope, I would hope so. I mean, I've, I've been in some dark and twisty places that, you know, I may be able to. If not, if if I can't offer any helpful advice, at least there's hopefully some comfort in knowing that, like, hey, me too. Yeah. Like, I, I feel you. Um, well, I do think that you have, um, your opinions are very important, Rachel. Personally, I think that very much. And I think God thinks that. And um, I think that's part of why you're on this podcast. Will you just, will you stop punching me right in the feelings? No, I'm not good at that. <laughs> stop you're punching me right in the feels <laughs> hey that's what i'm talking about you gotta compliment people when you see it it's fit root each other on that's, that's we all need to yes. do a little bit more encouraging one another and and cheering each other on because you have no idea how much weight that might have to it when you like compliment someone or acknowledge them like you have no idea how much they may really need to hear that yes like I can say, Rachel, I am so happy that your chickens are laying eggs. And to be completely honest with you, there might be a tiny part of me that's a little bit envious, <laughs> maybe, um, but in the nicest way possible. That was me a few days ago, though. Like, but, my, yeah, my like, chickens just finally got themselves together. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's so um, great. Rachel's chickens are laying eggs. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I mean, do you want some chickens or do you want some eggs? Because I've got probably a surplus of both at this point at at this point I'll take either (laughs) Uh, but yeah but no so I think um, yeah I think this was a really great episode and yeah I really yeah I'm I'm not trying to like toot your horn I'm just saying that I really do appreciate like everything that you had to say say, you already have me on the podcast you don't have to try to butter me up no, I don't have to. You've I already don't, got I'm, me. I'm, I, not, I'm not going anywhere. I didn't sign a contract or anything, but I'm not going anywhere. No, I'm just being honest, okay? It's good to be honest. <laughs> but speaking of that. It is good to be honest. But speaking of that, so I know that you had mentioned it. I don't know if it was the last podcast. I'm not sure. But about how we are having a giveaway 
Um, and I'm not, yes. yeah, and I'm not giving out. The, the only detail I did give out was um, this sweetheart of a lady. Her name is Soleil Wright, um, has generously gifted us a um, a book to give away. And I, I have a copy for Rachel, too, for her to read. Um, very sweet lady. And um, so I've been reading it, and it's really fantastic. And so I just wanted to say thank you, Soleil, for giving us our book and you know for believing in our podcast and like want kind of wanting to be a part of that like we really appreciate that and so we are having a giveaway we did have a slight um (laughs) issue with a product we had a slight issue with a product i feel like we really can't give that up maybe we can maybe you can like tell that funny story after we do the giveaway so then it like won't give away what it is right yeah it's sometimes when you order things they they don't they don't look like the picture. That's all I can say right now. We'll get yeah. into it once we've actually um, gotten out more. So that's part of why the giveaway hasn't happened yet is because we're still working on some some shipment. Uh, we're, we're working on correcting some issues with some things that were ordered. Some confusion. Um, part of this. Um, yeah. Thank um, you, Etsy. <laughs> I mean, we basically, we want to just say thank you to you guys. Um, we just reached over a thousand, like, all-time plays, which you know, in the professional podcasting world is probably not huge in the, in the grand scheme of things, but it's beyond huge to us. Um, and we're still going to try to, well, I can't talk. We're still going to try to continue to grow. Um, and, but we're so appreciative of, and I think I can speak for you too, that we're so appreciative, um, of all of like for all of our listeners. And so this is just a fun little way for us to say, Thank you. So if you're not following us on Facebook or on Instagram, um, you're going to want to do that because that's where all the information for the giveaway is going to come from. Um, I think that's all we can really say about it for now because we want to kind of wait until we have all of the items procured and make sure that they are correct. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Before we get into too many specifics, but just keep an eye out and, um, Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. But if you're listening to this, hopefully you already have. I don't know. What else you got? That's all. I'm good. I don't have anything else. Except, yeah, like what you said, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so thank you guys again. Um, As always, stay tuned for next week. If I had any idea right now what next week's topic is going to be, I would say something about it. But we're going to call it a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Instead of flying by the seat of our pants, we're just going to call it a surprise because that's way more fun. That's right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll talk to you next week.